Yeah, and then another one. Sorry, family that talk shit about me for like two minutes of the entire <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Shout out Mike Pisani. Okay, first I wasn't shit talking, but it was kind of funny. Shit talking. So you know what I'm going to do since Mike said something? I'm going to go through the Lakers' entire <laughs> regular season. <laughs> game by game. Longest podcast ever. So I I almost – so I started to go back after I heard that comment in the last two minutes of the podcast where he was talking crap about how I give stats. So <laughs> I started – re-listening over and I stopped after 10 minutes because I was still pissed. <laughs> you you guys had so many F-ups, stats, teams, schedules. It was absolutely horrendous. No, we did not. Oh my God, so many. Calm down, producer. Guess what? We had a God. lot of listeners, buddy. So I'm not, saying, I'm not saying we don't need you, but no, I'm just kidding. We had just about the same amount. But anyways, before we were rudely interrupted to start the podcast, welcome to All the Exploits Podcast, episode 18. 18. You want to do your 17 because you missed? No, it's okay. Okay. You're still mad? Okay, it's fine. Max is Max is unaffiliating himself with that. Hey, when are our hats coming? Uh, soon. I kind of ripped off the logo of my buddy's tattoo studio, but they look good. Your buddy has a tattoo studio? Yeah, uh, did you meet Dakota at the wedding? What what, what color hair? Uh, like dirty blonde. Hmm, maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm about to get. I'm I'm I might even do a full sleeve. Oh yeah, you need to get a hold of them. Yeah, I will. I'll have to do that. Podcast pour of the week: Heaven in Hill, Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond, seven year bourbon. It's delicious, and I'm doing it because I'm going there in about a month. So I'm pretty excited. I'm going to do my first ever distillery tour. I'm going to that, and I'm going to Willet. So pretty pumped about that. And I just booked a Nashville trip for Kelly and I. Wait, I was about to say, do you want to tell everybody about why you're going to Nashville before we Uh, get started? Of course I do. I won a ridiculously awesome bottle of bourbon that I've been putting in for a lot. And I won it finally. And I, you know, in order to win it, you got to go pick it up. The distillery is in Nashville. So I'm going down to Nashville. We're going to, uh, Kelly and I decided to make a whole weekend out of it. So it's going to be a really, really expensive trip because Nashville's not cheap. But I'm really looking forward to it because this is going to be Kelly and I's only just one-on-one trip this year. So we usually do at least one or two. Um, but with, you know, Disney happening in October and Kelly and I both having bachelorette and bachelor parties, we are just sticking to a little two-day trip to Nashville. But we're staying at the JW Marriott and we're going to eat some really good food, listen to some really good music, and have a lot of fun. What are you doing with the heathens? The what? The heathens. Uh, my mom and dad are coming up, and there you go. They're gonna watch all three and the dogs, so wow. they're, they're feeling soups generous. But no, we're we're really excited. Um, but yeah, even better question, Maximus. How was your wedding? Wedding was. What do you think? How, how what do you think of the wedding? I mean, honestly, the wedding was a blast. Um, I, I had a lot of fun. You had a lot of good friends. I will say that you sat me at the right table. We were obnoxious You're welcome. the entire time. Yes, you were. Um, but it's I made, okay. Yeah, I made some new friends. We got even got a big bow and a BJ coming our way. So yeah, um, so that was incredible. Yeah, so that was the biggest mistake of the podcast last week. So by the way, this week's podcast brought to you by 
B.B. Oh, Carroll, Waynesville, Ohio. You, because I, I said it all wrong, misname the sandwich so bad. No, I did. I just did what? Honestly, I did. If we're allowed to say BJ on the air, I got a yes. It's a breakfast sandwich. It's called the Big Bow BJ. Bow after my uncle Bow. It's in called peace. the Big Bow BJ. Yes. See, they just they were just calling it the BJ. It's called the Big Bow BJ. So yeah, there's there's a Big Bow and there's a BJ. Right. It's called the Big Bow and the Big Bow BJ. See, they didn't tell me that, so that's your friend's fault. It's Thanks a lot. Bra- it's because Brady was pretty sober. Um. Dude, we're drinking Natty Light. <laughs> I got him and his dad a case of Natty Light because they. Yeah, his dad, his dad came over to me. He was cussing me out because I was drinking half of them. Oh, that's bad. It's bad look. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so the Big Bow BJ was from a, a very loyal, longtime customer. So when Bo created the Big Bow, everybody liked it, obviously. You know, everybody was liking it. And this customer comes in. He goes, Can I get it with pepper jack and add bacon to it? Then he got like every day for like two weeks and somebody else saw it and they tried it. So Bo put it on the menu and that was it. I mean, you can't go wrong with that one. Honestly, they were both good. I, now, I think typically I would just get the big Bo, but that BJ is a really, really – you add that little bit of spice and you can't mm-hmm. go wrong with bacon. So, right. And it was like the perfect amount of heat. Yeah, it was no, it was it was truly ridiculous. But no, the wedding in general was a lot of fun. Um, Jake's girlfriend brought Buffalo Trace bourbon in a flask, so that was cool. Yep, um, I, uh, somebody made me drink some of that, and I had no idea what it was. Yep, yep. And then Keegan obviously got half naked, so that was you know no surprise. Hey, cut this pant. I remember what I said on episode sixteen. As long as he keeps his pants on, I'll be happy. And he did. Yeah, so he did. He did. He did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I heard his his best man speech, but we had a fan rolling right above us, and uh, Brady didn't shut the hell up the entire time. So uh, he never shut uh, up. No, but and I got to see Timmy. Timmy and I had a really good conversation. So hoping to get him on here soon. So Tim and really I have good... talked. Tim and I have talked twice since the wedding, and he promises he will be on. Yes, that's awesome. No, I it was really good talking to Tim. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a really really fun wedding. We we had to leave a little early because we had an hour and forty minute drive home. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we had a lot of fun. A lot. I'm not kidding, Max. That was the best macaroni and cheese I've ever had in my entire life. That was good. I mean, and I'm a big macaroni and cheese guy. That was all the food was amazing. Even the fried chicken, Kelly said was amazing. I had the uh, uh was it pulled? You were allowed to have both. I know, but I was I ate a lot of macaroni. Oh, fair. Yeah, no, everything was good. It was it was still warm. I mean, it was it was incredible. The food had was built great. had Bill's donuts and cake. Yeah, dude, I didn't grab a donut. Wow, I was I was too focused on the big bows. I walked I walked out fair. with the big bows. That's fair. Yeah, I mean I, I you can't go wrong with that. So no, it was incredible. I got to meet Lindsay. She's absolutely amazing. You did good, buddy. Um, so no, it was it was great. It was awesome seeing everybody. Uh, had a lot of fun and made some new friends. And you got married, and then you went to Hawaii and got food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, tell us a little bit how that went. So. Night one, obviously, we're exhausted. We get there, hang out a little bit. We uh, took the cards from the wedding, opened those, so that was fun. And we sat there, and we were like, yeah, let's shower, and then we'll go out. We'll leave at, like, 7 o'clock. Well, this was, like, 5.30. Next thing we know, it's 6.30 a.m. the next day. And we're like, oh, we just slept for 12 hours, so that was fun. And then – Took Lindsay, so I've been there. So it took Lindsay to Pearl Harbor, 
to see the Arizona Memorial. Mm-hmm. So that that's uh, obviously a I don't know a strange experience, good experience. I don't think is the right word. It's just one of those things that you know. Go pay respects to all those people that no, died there. And I've heard it's a really really cool thing to see. It is, and we were in a decent group. When I went the first time, I was in a really good group. No one talked the whole time. Like, that's how it should be. You're paying your respects to all these people. Sure. Uh, um, then we did some hiking after I uh, rallied a little bit, and then we came back and been back at it this week. Yeah. Well, I'm happy you had fun. I mean, Hawaii is always a good place to go. That That's hopefully on our radar for next year for our 10-year anniversary. Holy cow. Um yeah, that's a long time, but we're, we want to do something special, but I mean, it just depends because that's an expensive trip right after Hawaii, or, uh, Disney, which is going to be stupid. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be fun either way. I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy you got married and yeah, you're on to the next step. And now you're about to buy a car. We'll talk about that later. Man, making big steps. So big I want to, but you know, it, yeah, I want to skip over our first topic and I want to go right into Loki. So. Real quick, what the hell we're even talking about today? So I guess oh, we're yeah. gonna, what we're going to start with the Loki episode one. We're not going to give a whole lot away because it's only been you know twenty four hours. Uh, we'll review the NBA playoff update. What happened to the LeBron James Los Angeles Lakers? Maximum uh, on that. We're going to talk about what our lives were like in June and July as kickers on a college football team, and maybe when we were in high school too. I have a question. Are the Reds getting better? And Julio finally landed somewhere this past weekend. And since we're on the Julio topic, we are going to do the Mount Rushmore of wide receiver duos in NFL history. Yeah, we're going to try to fly through a few of these topics um, because it's a lot of topics to cover. Uh, but, yeah, so Loki, I'll, I'm going to go first because I know you know a little bit about this stuff. Now, right, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface that with, did you already know this was coming? Like this did style you, of episode. Like the timekeepers and like yes. this whole thing. Uh, yeah, they're comic book accurate. Okay, yeah. so that's all in the comic. Did Loki have his own comic book? Yeah. Okay. So as you as our listeners know, I am not as big of a comic book person as Max. I just learned to love the Avengers. So I will say one thing. Um, I hope that the season finale ends as good as the season premiere started because i thought it was incredible uh, at first i was like what the hell is going on this is dumb like the first I five love, minutes love that first five minutes how they connected it exactly why this happened yeah that so was that, great that's kind of why i figured you would know more about it um honestly owen wilson amazing yeah he's he was great a great job yeah um i really i really really like him they had some really good comic relief in there mm-hmm. um but no, the, overall the episode was fantastic. It, it's it's going to be a must watch for sure. So I'm excited for the rest of it. Uh, but I'll let you kind of recap a little more what you think happened uh, without giving a ton away. Yeah. So, <clears throat> real quick, fun fact: uh, Owen Wilson was doing an interview about like how he got even introduced to the Marvel universe, and you know most people would they get a job with Marvel, they're going to have to go watch the TV shows, go watch the movies and then maybe they'll have an idea of you know what's going on well Owen Wilson was like what I did I called Tom Hiddleston I said let's meet up you tell me the Marvel Universe 
in your story. This is our show. I want you to tell me everything that's happened that you've been involved in. And then I'm going to go from there. So he hasn't even seen all the movies and TV shows and stuff. So I thought that that's was pretty insane. cool. insane. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <clears throat> and I mean, he just, he really plays that part so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot he was in it until I saw him. I mean, it, it, in a way, he kind of reminds me of like a Woody Harrelson-esque kind of actor in this, like kind of, you know, witty, but also like tough. Um, no, I really, really like it. And I like him in that role too. And I love Tom Hiddleston, man. I mean, I've liked him. Yeah. I thought another guy who was cast perfectly was yep. Loki. I mean, it just incredible because he's one of the best villains you'll ever see. And mm-hmm. he's, he's always going to be a villain. So, and, But the way that they went about that in the episode, I think we should avoid like that whole conversation. I thought that yeah. was great. It was well, bit, him, basically like right. a therapy session. Yeah. And then him watching his life. Yeah. Nuts. That was, oh my gosh, that was incredible. And the funny thing is, is I don't remember, remind me, maybe they didn't. I don't remember seeing him. I don't know if I want to, yeah, the Avengers is fine. I don't remember seeing him die in the actual Avengers movies. Yeah, it was a uh, very beginning of Endgame. Or, okay, uh, that, sorry, uh, Infinity War. Right. So, but didn't they just show him dead? I don't remember seeing that scene. No, that that whole scene is so the end of Thor Ragnarok directly connects to the beginning of Infinity War. Like, right, right. It's literally a continuation. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. The Thor Ragnarok was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everett and I are watching Iron Man three. Everett is into uh, Avengers, and I'm really being careful with it. I have to fast forward to some some, some things. Um, and just be careful because he is only seven. I don't want to like, you know, let him sit down and watch blood and dying and all that stuff necessarily. But, yeah. uh, we've watched Captain Marvel. We've watched, uh, the Spider-Man. So you're not watching chronological. No, not with him. I'm cause I'm trying to choose m- movies that I think he can watch. What the hell? You can't do that. Yeah. Um, he's going to be so confused. Well, he, I mean, he's seven. He's already confused. I we've seen We've seen Captain America. Everett looks we, older than me, and he's seven. Just <laughs> he's he's smart. He is. Uh, we've watched Captain America. We've watched two, Iron Man one and two. We're gonna watch Iron Man three tomorrow, which I'm nervous about because I know how that one can be kind of tough to watch. Um, three, yeah, and eh, with the extremist stuff, yeah, yeah. But I do think he's really, really going to like it. Uh, it's just a long movie, so we'll have to yeah, that's a good one. But we got our popcorn machine ready in the basement. Anderson will probably hang out with mom um, or go to sleep early. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, no, um, it's, a, it's a back to the show. It's a great show. And I recommend it to anybody who's into this. And it's on Disney Plus. I mean, everybody probably has that by now, especially if you have kids. Right. So highly, highly recommended. A little update here. Milwaukee is up 33 to 30 on Brooklyn. They went up, they took a big lead, like 25 to 9. They were and up 30 to 11 at the end of the first quarter. Brooklyn has stormed. And they're back. doing this without Harden. It's yeah. 30 so, to 11. And they, so that means that uh, they are on a 19 to 3 run right now. I'm so proud wow. of you. We'll just, we'll wait, just go, wait, go ahead and wait. keep talking about the NBA playoffs. Yeah. So, so did you think, so if I tell you game one, James Harden plays one minute, and it's game three now, what do you think the series is? I would say at for Milwaukee at worst one to one, right? And the Nets absolutely destroyed them, game one yeah. and game two. Well, but, it's I mean, funny because I say that, but then you got to think like they still have a big three. 
Because yeah. Blake showed out in game two. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kyrie looks – Kyrie's doing dunked Kyrie on, things. Dunked on Giannis. Oh, dunked on it. I mean, Giannis looks like – I mean, he can't do it all, and he's trying to. Like, I'm watching this game right now, but, and it's just – But yeah. everyone knew it was going to get to this point. Like, yeah. people said, if Giannis can get a shot, you can compare him to Kevin Durant. He's refused – you can tell he's worked on his shooting. You can. But his game is – Give me the ball at the top of the key. I'm seven one, seven two. I'm gonna drive to the lane. No, okay. he's not. Okay. He's not KD at all. He's a LeBron. No. Yeah. No, I mean he because KD can pull up from wherever he wants. He's always wherever. been a shot spot up shooter, but he's in in his you know time in the NBA, he has learned how to drive through the lane, and which makes him unstoppable. And when he's at his healthiest, 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 he's easily one of the My, best. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. He's one of the healthiest. But no, seriously, it's this isn't even going to be a series at this rate because I bet you Brooklyn wins tonight, and it's going. I and mean, this could very possibly be a sweep because I don't think Giannis is the kind of guy who goes into a down three with the with the mentality I can come back and win. If, I think if you're if you're Milwaukee, you have Middleton, Holiday, PJ Tucker, and Giannis. Where where's the blame go for this? Who's the blame going here? I mean, I don't even – that's the thing. Like, how do you blame – I mean, it's Brooklyn. They're playing outstanding. I mean, this is the thing. How long until Giannis asks for a trade? He just signed the contract. How so, long until Giannis asks for a trade? I, I think this is on Budenholzer, the head coach, personally. I think his, yeah, game, I they're, they're I think his game plan unreal. has been awful. And Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni and his staff have – I think their game plan for Giannis has been great. Well, it's not, yeah, and also that so Buden Budenholzer kind of changed it up this week. He let Kate or Giannis play a lot more in the first quarter, get him in a little series. He didn't take him out as early, but and it worked out in the beginning. But I mean, the thing is, is you have Kyrie, Blake, KD, Joe Harris. You got all these vets who are out there who have been through this. They know mm-hmm. how to do it. They know how to come back. Giannis hasn't made it deep in a playoff series. I no, mean, Ky- second, Kyrie, second round again. They're about to get knocked out in the second round again. And you have the two-time MVP on your team? No. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it, it's, it sucks being honest with anybody, but I feel like this is watching LeBron early on in LeBron's career. Yeah. Because what they did was they tried to surround him with all these guys, tried to give him a ton of amazing people around him, but it's just not – it just doesn't seem like it's going to work. Yeah, I, I don't – think so either but I think Giannis I think he needs somebody like a Steph Curry or like a Jimmy Butler to play with where he's not the guy he's the number two guy and it's okay yeah just personal opinion no I agree I mean I think it's I don't know I think it's going to suck for Giannis for years to come because I think he's going to need to go somewhere else I think he's going to need to be on his own little super team because these super teams are real and now this this year's a little different because you could see a team who comes out of the West who doesn't necessarily have a super team, but like Phoenix. Like your but Phoenix Suns. My Phoenix Suns. How about be... that? Just blowing everybody out. Just and not the, blew not out the my Lakers, blew out the Nuggets games one and game two. Yeah, it's not even close. The, po- the, the, the point the God, thing. Chris Paul. You have new your both your Knicks and your Lakers are out, man. I mean the Knicks I mean, I'll, I will be surprised when, when I watch that series against Knicks versus Hawks. I'm like, yeah, these are just two teams that aren't ready who are just battling it out. But, I mean, then the Hawks come in and win game one. 
So, and then they, but then they lose game two, but against Philadelphia, but I don't know. I, I still think it's Brooklyn. I think it's going to be Brooklyn versus the Clippers when it's all said and done. Uh, I'd like Clippers? to see Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, I think the, I honestly thought the winner of that Clippers Dallas series is the one who is going to be in the finals for the West. So, so they play tonight. They're down one Oh to the jazz already. Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell went off game one. Yeah, that's okay. Ka- Kawhi's gonna Ka- Kawhi's gonna make a ridiculous comeback on this whole series. And I still um, still couldn't find out who said that quote, but like like I say, series doesn't start till the road team wins a game. So yep. so right now, where we stand right now, Eastern Conference Finals, who you got? Nets Sixers. Yeah, I don't think you can argue with that. Um, I think it's pretty much a guarantee for that Western Conference. Uh, Jazz Suns. Ooh, all right. I'm going Clippers Suns. Um, I do think the Suns obviously have a slight advantage with uh, Jamal Murray being out because you knew at some point the Joker wasn't going to be able yes. to just run the show. So, and DeAndre Ayton becoming a playoff warrior right now. Like, what whenever did, we talked about that, real quick, what did you think of Mike Malone? <clears throat> Mike Malone saying his team quit last night. So oh, you had you had Mike you. Had, you uh, hang on. You had Michael Porter Jr., who hurt his back, didn't play a lot in the second half. You have your best player who's out. You have another guy. I'm blanking. Who else is hurt out for them? That is a starter. And so you have essentially three guys off the bench with the Joker, and you're saying your team quit against a fully healthy Suns team? Come on. Yeah. Well, the difference is though. You didn't even compete. I think him saying they didn't they didn't come to compete would have been better than they quit because they they yes. they didn't come to compete. Exactly. I mean, I, that's but much I mean, better. A, fr- a frustrated head coach watching that happen, just watching your team get demolished when you know your potential. Um, but I also think the Suns are proving right now why they're a team, a for, why they're the force to be reckoned with in the West. So. Uh, I mean, it's going to be – I would like to see Utah versus them just because it would be the one and the two. Yeah, Phoenix was the two, right? Yep. Utah yeah, I mean, I would like to see that, but I think the Clippers <clears throat> are going to kind of come through with that series. But also, if, did you see – we talked about Luke Kennard. Kennard. Have you seen what he – Kennard, have you seen what he's been doing? Yeah, wonder wonder if Kawhi or Paul George said, get him in the damn game. I mean, he had 18 points. It had points, to be. And like, had he was like four for six two. from three. He should be playing. They, yeah. Do they play tonight or do they play tomorrow? They've been playing Reggie Jackson and somebody else over him. Just ridiculous. Well, Reggie Jackson had his name. Floor. I mean, he had his name out there, but he's 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 starting to kind of be past his prime, at least in the NBA. But yes. hey, did did who did they play tonight? I forget. Who? The Clippers, right? They played. Yeah, ten o'clock. I just said okay. that. See, you not listening again. Well, I get excited. I know. Um, Milwaukee's just dropped a three, thirty-two, thirty-seven. All right, I think that's enough NBA. Um. Okay, here. No, actually, not not enough. Every week we're going to do this, see if it changes. Finals. Who you got? Suns. God. Nets. And I can't see the Suns keeping up with them if Harden comes back. I can't. If they won a championship their first, what, not even full season together? Just, I mean, come on. Stupid. No, I got. I'm gonna. I'll go Clippers. I'll go. I'm gonna stick with the Clippers. I, no, you know what? I gotta ride the Suns. I rode the Suns the whole time. You say you picked the Suns to win the championship before the playoffs. 
Yeah, I'm going to stick with my sons. I do think – but I also – I fully believe this. If the Nets did not get Blake Griffin, they would not be as powerful as they are right now because I think he has added such a valuable asset not only on defense but on offense because suddenly he has life again. Mm-hmm. Suddenly he's dunking the ball, shooting threes, looking like do a ridiculous you, player. Do you remember when Shaq went to Phoenix and the doctors there tried a few different rehab things for his knee and he was like a new person? Yeah, I do remember that. So we've seen this before. I mean, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. Nets are just the beneficiaries of Blake being healthy again. Dude, watching Steve Nash with Shaq. Yeah, if Amari would have stayed healthy and Sean Marion would have oh stayed healthy. Oh, my. They done, but I remember, they I, remember, I remember when I heard he was going there, I'm thinking the best passer of all time with the best center of all time. They were mm-hmm. both past their prime a little, but, man, that would have been fun. Yeah. Um but no, I uh, uh, I like Phoenix, but after Blake Griffin going there, I, I don't I don't know who's going to beat this Nets team. And it I, I think if a team is going to beat them, it has to be the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm watching the Warriors. Be. I really do. Now, I mean, I do. I yeah, it is. What do you mean? It is. Kyrie and Harden are Curry and Thompson. Uh, then Blake you is had, Draymond had, in a weird way, but better. Right. Durant's Durant. And Joe Harris. Joe you Harris. Got, it's over you got there. an extra shooter in Joe Harris. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it oh, that's a foul. Um yeah, it's it's kinda unbelievable. I I just don't know. That's a thing. It kinda sucks that these guys are together, Joe Harris just by the way, how did they not call that a foul? Yeah, right? I, I'm like confused. I guess it was a play on scenario, but that should have been a foul. Made, um, made up for it. Yeah, worked out for the Nets. But, I mean, I don't know. I just don't know who beats this team in the next three years. Has to, be, has to be Clippers. Or the Lakers be. if they're healthy. Yeah, my Lakers are in a rough spot right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, listen, we haven't talked about them. But don't – they're not, though. They were – They are. Give me AD and, and LeBron fully healthy. I mean, everyone gives LeBron shit for high ankle sprain. Oh, Hang on. Pussy. Are we talking about this past season? Or I'm talking about next season. They are not no, in a good spot I wanted, for next season. Okay, we can talk about that in a second. But I want to talk about, look, you know my opinion on LeBron. You know I don't like to get into this on the podcast because mm-hmm. I don't like yep. to be political. I love LeBron when he's playing basketball. I do think he's a flopper. I think he, he is a baby sometimes. But I – So he got poked in the eye. A couple yeah, weeks that, ago, and he was on the ground for 80 seconds. Okay, 80 seconds. Watching the Women's College World Series today, girl gets hit at bat, dislocates her finger, sprints to the dugout, trainer pops it back in place. Okay, she runs back on the yeah. field and takes first base. Listen, I get it. I what the hell? That. Come on. But but here's the thing. Here's the difference. That had to happen for her or she was getting kicked out of the game. Okay? If she took more than that time, she was not going to be able to come back into the game. In professional sports like LeBron, he can do that. He can stay on the ground. Have you ever been poked in the eye, though? Yes. It hurts. But he went down on the ground. It's his reaction. Grandma, no, I, I agree. Look at my he hand. Grandma, like he I look at my hand. Like... Grandma, I look at my hand. Like, come yeah, on. He, act, he acted like he was dying. But... My, my eye's falling out. But listen, the high ankle sprain for LeBron. Everyone's like, oh, he needs to suck it up and play. 
He is an NBA basketball high, player. High ankle sprain is hard. They jump. It's just like a running back. Why do you think yeah. running backs are out for six to 12 weeks? Um, yeah. Who was it? Uh, Austin Eckler. Say, um, McCaffrey, too. Yeah, they all had high ankle sprains. Mm-hmm. Did you hear anyone give them shit? Nope. No. And it drives me absolutely crazy that because LeBron, who is, by the way, a basketball player who has to jump, shoot, dunk, cut. That, that's way – I mean, I know running backs have to cut as well. Don't get me wrong. But you know how much tape they put on those mother – those dudes? See yeah. what I did there? But good. LeBron does not deserve the hate for his ankle sprain at all, period. End of story. And he was playing on it hurt. He favored his other leg. The entire time, he was not himself. This might be with a LeBron in three years that we just watched. He was still a dominant player. AD being hurt absolutely destroyed them because LeBron could absolutely not do it all in the Western Conference against a young team who knows what they are doing. They are a good team now. They have probably a top three player – no, maybe not top three, top five player in Devin Booker and a ridiculous supporting young cast who does not get tired. Yeah, DeAndre and, Ayton, who is this guy? And uh, he's good. Um, I just got fired up, sorry. But you guys brought up my point that I made of it was a bad matchup for the Suns. And you watched the two games when AD played healthy. It was a bad matchup for the Suns. Yeah, like but you just said, AD was down. You AD know you goes back out. Yeah, we were screwed. Well, it was, almost, it was almost, you know, I know why AD tried to go out there, but he had no business being on the court. No. No. I mean, at that point, you just got to throw the towel in for the season. Because LeBron's so not going to bring you back from that. What was that, 4-1? to one? Was that the series? 2-2. Uh, no, it was 4-2, 4-2, 4-2. I mean, like, you're hating saying – and, like, this is the thing. The next day the media is like, oh, LeBron's out of the playoffs. Why is he out? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's a joke to me that they do that. LeBron is a 37 37- – year old man out there doing it by himself against 25 year olds and he's still holding his own shut up i know lebron i know i know he gets a lot of hate i know people don't like him for who he is i understand that i don't like him outside of basketball i think he needs to shut his mouth but not that i don't mean shut his mouth i mean he needs to calm down let me let me rephrase that he needs to have a voice there you go but his voice needs to calm down a little. He needs to do his research before he tweets shit. But LeBron is still the best basketball player on the planet. I don't care what anybody says. It's ridiculous that they're going to act like he's the worst person. Worst, they're screwed because they're out. He's he's out of the playoffs now. Like, are you kidding me? He took the Cavs to the finals by himself. Okay, yeah, he had Zadrunas Ogalskis. He had them, and then Kyrie and Kevin Love get hurt. He still gets there. And he still makes it a game against the Warriors. Yeah. It's just obnoxious. I think he, I think he should have got the finals MVP that year. He should have. He was – his statistics, he was the highest scorer, high, <coughs> highest assist, and highest rebounder out God, of everyone so on both teams. Oh, my God. I need to drink a bourbon here. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up because I, I – I, LeBron that much other than basketball. But I love him in basketball – when he's, I like him in action. I don't like him for the flopping eye, but like players flop, man. All right, we need to move on because I could go all night. Mike, on we could, Mike, we could, Mike never flopped. Kobe never flopped. Get out of here with that. You can, you can say whatever you want. It was a different game back then. 
my problem with it is you know how many kids watch the NBA and then I go to my niece's AAU tournament and there's boys and girls playing in the same place and you're literally seeing little kids do it. Like, okay, but go watch soccer. Oh, God. I, we don't have to talk about soccer. Yeah, and like, no, seriously, go watch soccer. Like, you want to talk about it, go watch anything. Like, flopping is everywhere now. It's part of the game. That's what it is. Go watch the NFL games where after the play's over, a dude barely pushes someone and he falls down on the ground and acts like he's hurt. It's yeah, but everywhere. The, but the thing about the NFL, the refs just look at him like they're morons. No, but they get, to get They get personal fouls. They do. That still happens. And, it, and, it, and it's a big issue. That still happens. Not Things go wrong. Now, you, I, listen, I, I, I understand what you're saying, that MJ and Kobe didn't flop. But you're telling me if Kobe Bryant – I don't even want to talk about it because he's passed. If Kobe Bryant was in the league right now, playing right now, Kobe Bryant wouldn't have been a flopper? Nope. That wasn't his mentality. That then, wasn't you're right. It wasn't, wasn't. But the game Mike's has changed. Mentality. You do no, what you have to do to it's get a there. Mo- it was his Mamba mentality. That's how he lived his life. No, but MJ, the same thing. MJ comes to this league. He can't do the things he did. He can't touch people the way he did. He's not the best defender anymore because he's in foul trouble. Yeah. You could do that all day. The games have changed. LeBron definitely pushes it to the limit. He is the worst flopper in the NBA. But he Trae gets Young, fouls Trey Young is pretty awful. Yeah, and honestly, so is James Harden. But, yeah. I mean, you could – I just – I don't like the hate that LeBron gets just because he's a better player than everyone. If he was a mediocre player that flopped all the time, no one would give a shit. Yeah, you're right. I know. That's the thing that pisses me off. And, yes, I have a soft spot for LeBron because he's from Ohio. He brought my Cleveland Cavaliers a championship. He did what he promised he was going to do. This is for you. But don't dog on LeBron because he's a better basketball player than anyone on any of the respective teams he plays. Don't. Just don't. You give LeBron. All right, we're moving on. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. All right. I feel like I was just on a, I feel like I was just on an episode of First Take. No, I could go all day on that. I could go toe-to-toe with those guys. I can't. Like, it's annoying to me. Don't, get me, sta- hates- don't, get, me, don't get me started on the mothership. Dude, don't even get me started on ESPN in general. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll go all day on how You know what else is a are. crime? You know what else is a crime? Oh. That Sports Center won the Sports Emmy for Base Daily Sports Show, and the Dan Patrick Show didn't for the fourth year in a row. What okay. the Dan Patrick Show did – Peak pandemic last year compared to what Sports Center did was a effing joke. Hey, how do you watch Dan Patrick? I was trying to get trying to find it. Peacock. It's what the hell Peacock. is Peacock? Peacock you, is NBC's uh, app. Can you share it with me? Can I can can I have that info? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've been go to, to your listen. app store. Talk about, Play Play store Talk about Apple store. Apple. Yeah, no, I'm airing it on the podcast. Go to the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, download the Peacock app. And you go to the channels, and you'll find the channels for the Dan Patrick Show. And that's how you but watch do, it do you have to daily pay from – no, it is free. His show Peacock is free. Is free. Peacock oh, is free. free. See, that's what I wanted to know. Can I, I – because I wanted – I was trying to listen to it in my car the other day, but he's not on XM Radio. Uh, oh. He is. Channel 211. I don't – but I, I think that must be like a ridiculously premium thing because I tried to it find is it. Not. I didn't have it. Dude, I promise you I couldn't find it on my oh. car. Yep. Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. All right. Well, good to know. I'm going to keep looking. But 
Yeah, I, well, that's the thing. Sports Center is always going to win that until like I want Bleacher Report. Peak pandemic last year. What they do? Uh, uh, we have no sports to talk about. Hey, person who's doing our last dance uh, documentary, can you push this up six months? So because yeah. we have nothing to talk about. Yeah, but right. here's the, here's the thing though. Like, but until someone else gets a premium channel on normal cable TV, I want Bleacher Report to get their own channel. I want Barstool Sports to have a channel. So for a very small period of time, it was like a month, Dan Patrick was on Bleacher Report. And Bleacher Report had to pull a plug because they like ran out of money or funding or something. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. Why, why do you think what's, Woj went to uh, ESPN? Disney. Disney, that's why. Disney. Disney owns ABC and ESPN. Yeah, but that's the thing. Bleacher Report, um, the fact that they're still out there is amazing. Barstool is, Barstool is by far my favorite thing to watch because they just shoot it straight. Yeah. We I mean, try it's to. amazing. Yeah. Well, we do, but we're not at that level yet. So we'll I'll be, be contacting there. Stool Presidente soon to, to get our awards in there. But all right, Important. so – Yes. All, off, off the sports topics, um, a little fun conversation to have. Uh, big purchases in life and why they suck. You're so bad with segues. I mean, it's just, it's just atrocious. It's just, it's just so bad. I feel like that's something you could have said off there. Um, but, <laughs> anyways, I guess I don't listen to the Dan Patrick show enough. Uh, hold you, on. Don't listen, you don't watch Mike Greenberg enough. Let me, let me rephrase it. Big purchases in life and why they suck. We'll talk about that after the break. Is that better? No. This okay, episode we're... brought to you by. <laughs> Or we do the Colin Coward thing where he does his own commercials too, and then he tells everyone all the wrong opinions in life. Um, he's the worst, God, by the way. He's I used so to bad. like Fox, and now I hate it. Like, I hate Fox. The only person on there that's even worth listening to is Nick Wright, and usually he's even too extreme. For so, me. so Dan Patrick is technically paid also, besides NBC, by Fox Sports Radio because he's on Fox Sports Radio Network. He would refuse to say Fox Sports Radio for like years when he was on their lineup because he hates Colin Cowherd so much. Colin's the worst, dude. He's so bad. Yeah. Colin's bad. Skip Bayless is horrible. Skip Bayless, uh, the fact that him and Stephen A. Smith are on the radio is is damn near embarrassing. Yeah. You know what else Steven, sucks? Steven's one of the worst, but what? You know, you know, what, you know what else sucks? What? Car shopping and house shopping in the middle slash oh. tail end of a pandemic. That was so much better than mine. Are you house shopping too? No. Well, we did it last year. So, no. Just like right now, uh, as of probably next week, maybe the week after that, if you guys need some real estate in Westerville, Columbus area, let me know. I'll be a real estate agent. So getting that done, finished up next week. Have we talked about that on the podcast? We have multiple times, yes. Yeah. So, as yeah, I'm going to be a licensed realtor with eXp Realty. And that's John Casey's brokerage. So we're going to have some there fun. You go. Anyways, but yes, tell us a little bit about why it sucks, Maximus. So for anyone that's been car shopping lately, and by the way, I had I had a Jeep Gladiator. It didn't make any sense financially. I got rid of it. I've been driving my mom's spare car. For- Nobody in Colorado. Good Lord, that was my sister's, and I had it for like two months in college. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
Anyway. So, so anyway, so I technically don't have a car at the moment. So financially, just, you know, the whole student loan thing and stuff. Doing some car shopping. Paid off more. It's not really about that. Bro. If you have been to a car lot, so I actually went and looked at the car I'm probably going to get. There was 22 cars in this gigantic car lot. And that was it. That's all they had. Yeah, if you're looking used, it's dumb. New car inventory is obviously super high because they're still trying to push it. But it's not. Out. Well, let me rephrase that. It's not high. It's not. It's it's a below average, but you can still get them. Correct. Um, but the prices are insane right now. Yeah. It's a horrible all be, time to look for All anything. because the chip for computers, cars, everything, they're so far behind because of COVID yeah. that there are brand new trucks. So Lindsay's dad works at a GM plant in Indiana. So he says they are building hundreds of thousands of cars and trucks and sending them to a parking lot, taking the computer chip out so they can go drive another brand new one they've built to that same lot and they just park them until they can get a computer chip. You want to hear something funny? One of my customers makes these chips and the demand went up like 500% and they had zero opportunity to fill that firepower. Because of how quickly everything went up and they're scrambling, which is why it's, I mean, it's been good for us, but I mean, it's bad for them. So, and guess what? They're in Springfield. No crap. Yep. But and if uh, I was him, I would, I would be calling every person I knew and be like, Hey, come work with, come work for me. Yeah. Oh, they could. Yeah. They easily could. But so, no, I agree. And so it's funny because Max, I drove up. So I went over to um, Scarborough Boulevard in Columbus and I drove a car for Max. And um, we won't get into which car or anything like that. But I drove a car and I told Max, I'm like, yeah, it's a good car. You should check it out. And he's like, he offered him what he wanted to offer him, called him back. And by like the next day, it was gone. Gone. So couldn't he? He didn't even have, a, have an opportunity to actually go look at it. So. Then you went to Springfield and you test drove one today and it looks like it's hopefully going to work out for you. Yep. Hopefully go pick it up tomorrow. See, I, hadn't I don't even, think – Hadn't even been detailed yet. Like that's how crazy it is. Yeah. I had to go drive a car that wasn't even clean. I don't even think car – so cars suck, but you use them every day, okay? Yep. And for me, like I have a, a 2000 – I bought a, a Ford Edge brand new in 2017 and I, I mean, I, so you know me, I live in my car. I'm a, I'm a sales guy. I drive around a lot. Right. I absolutely a car, car to you is different than a lot of people. Yes. I love my car. I think it's the best purchase I've ever made and I will never buy a used car again. Probably. I will always look at new cars because it's just, it's a different feeling when you get your own new car. However, I understand why other people feel that way because you don't drive as much as I do. And you know, you look at it as a thing to get you from point A to point B. I look at it as my life. I eat. I, you know, I do everything. I send emails. I work in my my car, and I'm in my car eight to ten hours a day, and I love it. But I get why other people think that. Now I'm gonna pre- side note that with this is the one of the I have purchases kind of in one big lump sum that I think suck, and and I'm just gonna say it all together is home maintenance pro- or things like or home yeah. maintenance repairs. So I'm gonna go roofs. I'm going to go hot water heaters, air conditioners, furn- or everything, because I've had to replace all of those in this new house. And yeah, are they awesome? Do they work? Yes. So we, but do you, it's just something you always need. But you don't you get to out. see it. You don't get yeah. to feel it. 
And you're like, pissed off about it because you spend right. a ton of money. Like I remember air conditioner and furnace, seven grand. Uh, we just put a tankless hot water heater in because we have five people in this family who need to, you know, take showers and we have, you know, dishwashers. We run laundry all day, essentially. So we needed a tank list, four grand. And that was actually on the cheap end. It might have been five grand. I forget. Um, that is on, four grand. That was on the cheap end. That's good. Yeah, I think so too, actually, because we went with a company who, well, I think our original quote was 7,500. We found another company who would do it for a little cheaper and it's been great. We've had it for about two weeks now. The one thing that I hate the most though is a roof because you think about a roof, it's so essential, you need it. But do you know how much it's going to cost in the long run probably to put in our roof? It's like 10 to 12 10 grand. grand. Yeah. And it's dumb. Like it sucks because like you have to have it, but it's 10 to 12 grand. That's so much money. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, anything for house repairs or any kind of home maintenance that, you know, just kind of pops up. It's just horrible because it's just stuff that it's not like a car. Like you can save up for a car. You can plan for a car. Usually like this kind of stuff, like your, your, your AC goes out. You've got to get a new one. There's nothing else you can do. And my dad just replaced his air conditioning for the first time in 27 years. Shit. We did ours. When we moved into this house, our house was built in 98. We moved in in 2014. The next summer, it was not. It was our house was sitting at like 78. I'm like, this is not okay. So we ended up getting it completely replaced. Um, Luckily, we have a guy who I work with who does that stuff on the side. And he did it all for a little bit, a little bit cheaper than usual. But it was it was it was good. But I tell you, man, it's those are the things that bother me. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you have any more, but those are mine. You pretty much hit on all of them. It's yeah, like it's like tough. so. We moved in this house last September, so we're approaching a year, and the fridge is eleven years old. So at you know any time that could go out. The dishwasher is sketchy. Anytime that could go out. The microwave is in the process of going out. So we went ahead and got a new one. Like Mm -hmm. it's just shit that like you don't want to buy, but you have to. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we're sitting here, we're doing a bathroom renovation. We we've done a lot of renovations at our house. So, I mean, everything else adds up, especially when like you try to, you try to like log it in and think about it, but it still sucks. But Actually, you know what? Speaking of things that suck, but you know, once you replace them, they get better. How, what about your Reds, buddy? What do you think about them? What about my Reds? They are seven and three in our last ten. Yes, I said our last ten. Uh, we got a new new guy, Gutierrez, that came up from Louisville. Is two and one. Should be three and one. Uh, he pitched well against the Cardinals, Brewers, and Cubs teams. We're going to see half of the season. And we lost today to the Brewers after beating them the day before. But 7-3 in our last 10. Sonny Gray is hurt. But, again, we brought that guy from Louisville. Uh, so we're two games back of 500. Uh, we're still five back at the Brewers. But we were nine games below 500. And we went on a four-game win streak against the Cardinals. I don't, know. I don't know. Looking on the up and up a little bit. Not quite as good as your Indians, but, you know. Well, their Indians are going to be about 500 the whole time. But, yeah, you guys are looking all right. Um, it'll be, you know, coming up on the – when is the All-Star break? It's coming up, right? 
Yeah, it's usually in usually July. around the fourth so, of July, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Because we're usually at Linwood, or you know, just about to be at Linwood, or just about to leave Linwood when it starts. No, just about to be at Linwood. Um, so yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be fun to see how they pan out. I mean, I don't think either of us are playoff teams this year. Um, I know the playoffs are a little expanded now, but um, I think we're both kind of in the same kind of situation. We have some vets who we want to hold on to. Um, you know, Castellanos for you guys, uh, Ramirez for us, who are just outstanding players. But you also have a few older guys. We just traded Jake Bauer to the Mariners. I don't really know why because he was he's okay, but he was never that great. But the thing with both of our teams is we have really good farm systems usually. So we just got to yep. see what happens, what pans out these next, you know, at the end of the year if we're not – you know, in if we're either on the edge or if we are, you know, probably not going to make the playoffs when they bring those guys up and just say, hey, let's have some fun. Let's go out. Let's let's get you guys some playing time and to see how they do. So, yeah, I'm I'm anxious for my tribe as well, but I also don't have, you know, high expectations this year. Um, I mean, our division is weird. Any, like the White Sox are obviously in in full control, but I don't think I don't think it matters. I really don't. I don't think they're going to win it all right now. So, I mean, who's going to beat the Dodgers is the real question. So, And did you know the Reds had Babe Ruth on their team this year? In the form of Jesse Winker. <laughs> That's right. Did you see that? Uh, who is it? This dude who's playing with the Braves? Is it bad? Is it bad that I think like, Oh, well, I've seen some glimpses the last two years. I wonder when he's going to get popped for steroids. Is it bad I still think that way about baseball? Yeah, it sucks. I mean, at this point, just make it legal. Not really. But um, did you did, have you seen this new thing that kids are doing where they'll be in, like, the outfield and they'll yell to the left or right fielder, like, like hey, Castellanos, left for ass, right for boobs, and, like, yeah. throw their hand up. By the way, it's, it's Nick Castellanos. Say it, say it with me. Castellanos. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hey, that was good. You got that right. Oh, what what did you say? What is it? Cast Castellanos? Yeah, there you go. Good job. It's not Castellanos? No. Cast Castellanos. <laughs> anyway. All right, real quick, real quick. 55 to 54, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Seven minutes left in the third quarter. Who wins? Give me your final score. Nets. 106, 100. You think they get to 100? Yeah. I'm going to so, go. So I'm going to borrow after after this. I'm going to borrow something. All right. You can have it. Whatever you want. Um, I'm going to go. Since you took them, I'll, do, I'll go opposite. I'll go. You just said the Nets were going to sweep the series, and now you're changing it. I'm trying to, we're trying to disagree. So you're going to stick with that? Okay, I'm going to go – I'll go Nets, but I'm going to go 94-90. So 94-90. I'm going, to I'm going to steal two minutes of the podcast, okay? We're going to talk about – I'm going to say it just like Lindsay loves the way I say it. We're going to talk about my, my. Vegas Golden Knights. Las Vegas, if those of you who don't know what Vegas is. Uh, currently, they are up 3-2 on the Colorado Avalanche in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, and they were down 0-2. So they lost game one 7-1 because 
for whatever reason, the league decided to not give the Knights two days off between series when they beat the Wild in round one after seven games. So mm-hmm. our coach sat the greatest goaltender of all time, Marc-Andre Fleury, just got smoked. So after that, we've took three out of four, and currently the game just started on NBCSN. Dude, it's one-to-one in a minute and 15 seconds. Yeah, crazy. Vegas literally just scored as you were talking. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I watched it. No, I'm watching. Uh, Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, So, Marsha Show had a hat trick in game four. And then the Knights still won after being down 0-2 going into the third period in Colorado a few days ago. That pass was ridiculous, by the way, from Holden. R- redonkulous. Oh, wow. You see that replay? No, I'm watching the I'm watching the Nets game. So Lindsay made a deal with me that if the Knights go to the Stanley Cup Finals, we could go out for a game. So fingers crossed for me. Holy cow! Oh my gosh, that's a big that's a big step there, buddy. Hey, who? I went uh... to... Went this to a game second, on the bachelor party, round, right? Yeah. So the way, so I want you to research this, and we'll talk about it next week since my knights will still be playing them. Ooh. Look at, look up the way the NHL formatted the playoffs this year because of COVID. It's absolutely ridiculously stupid, just dumb. <laughs> so the the Avalanche and the Knights. Going into the playoffs, according to Vegas, betting odds were the two favorites to win the Stanley Cup. And they're playing in the second round because of how the NHL set up the playoffs. Like, it's just stupid. Wow. I didn't know that. All right, there's my two minutes to talk about hockey. Yeah, I wasn't two minutes. All right, so we're going to go on to a fun topic here with us as kickers. So June, July for a kicker. We're kind of in the middle of it right now. God, talk uh, about vast differences. Mm-hmm. We talked about this a little pre-podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, Max and I were different. Um, we've both admitted that. Max was a – he really, really wanted to be the best kicker. I wanted to be <laughs> on a football team, essentially. Um <laughs> Uh, the thing, the difference is, and I mean, I'll fully admit this, Max had a lot more will than I did. I just was there before him. And that was my biggest uppity up. I mean, really, other than maybe I had a few more yards on you, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was, you were probably more accurate than me, but I just didn't have that I get nervous mentality, you know? Like, I could, I could kick from anywhere. I just... You know, when you go to Wilmington, it's not you don't care as much because right, and that's what you know, we've talked about before. Kicking there, like we weren't nervous people because, like, we weren't kickers. Like we didn't think like yeah. Kickers. Well, granted, you had the most nerve wracking kick anyone would ever have, um, a game winning field goal to end a thirty game basically lost streak, losing streak. But um, so I'll all right, I'll give you know what you go first, Max. What was your routine in junior July? So, typical off-season, I would take the winter. I would kick indoors all winter. I would tone down 
for February, March, April, kick two to three days a week, probably two. And then June, July, going into training camp or, you know, two-a-days, whatever. I don't think they have two-a-days now. Uh, I would kick five to six days a week with Tim or by myself, uh, punting, kicking, uh, running on top of you and I. Well, you didn't, but I still went to regular football practice. And yeah. then I played soccer. Oh, high school. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And I was also that. in baseball. That was as soon as winter started. We had we had, we had baseball conditioning, so I was never even remotely thinking about kicking during baseball because baseball was my number one sport. All right. So I uh, basically kicked five to six days of the month and kept a job and still went to football stuff in June and July. And then when it came to college, I worked and kicked on my own. Obviously, none of the college coaches in Division Three give a shit what you do in the summer. So. No, I actually don't remember even getting a call from my coach. Um, yeah. Yep. So for me in high school, Matt's kind of said it. Um, I also was not a I, I was not a day to day kicker in high school. I kicked my sophomore year. I kicked a little bit my junior year, but we had Luca who came in and I was obsessed with him kicking the football to a point where I so Luca could come in and bang a sixty five yarder. He was dumb. Luca was one of the best kickers I've ever seen. Uh, I enjoyed watching him kick. Almost, I, so I was our extra point guy the whole time. And then, like, I don't know, late in the season, coach really wanted to give Luca a shot, and I got it. So I ended up holding for Luca. And then my senior year, I don't even know why. I just didn't have an interest in kicking anymore. So I held for our kicker, Nate, who was amazing as well, and just super accurate, super good. And I just decided, no, it's not for me. I'm going to, but I want to be on the team. I like playing football. I like having fun. So I ended up just holding for Nate and having fun. And then I took my freshman year off. And then I got a random call from Coach Olmy Olmstead. He said, hey, do you want to come kick again? This was like two days before summer camp. So I remember, I've never kicked off the ground before, but I was a soccer player. So it kind of came natural for me. So, that that was my first year. So I'll go into my next year. I didn't know really how to have an off season because I hadn't done it, but I was also going into my first full year of a living in my own house, working a lot and really trying to focus on working out, having fun and drinking beer with D-Day. And I probably didn't kick until I, I'd say four weeks, three weeks before camp started every year. So like, like July. So the time, actually the time I would start kicking would be early July and I'll go to Lake Erie. My dad would kick and I would go to this school called Vermilion high school. We go to their football stadium. I'd kick twice on vacation. And then after that, I'd probably kick two times a week, which is also why I pulled my hip flexor every year after like the third day of camp, because mm-hmm. I was just, I didn't kick enough. And I, all, and now the one thing I did do a lot of, I stretched a lot. I always stretched. I was always super flexible. I, I still do. I, I love stretching and I do it a lot. But I would always stretch, but I just never put a lot of effort into it. And that just shows the difference in, you know, someone who actually really wanted to do it versus someone who did it more for fun, knowing that it wasn't like a career thing. And 
I mean, I had a lot of fun with it, but I never put the effort in ever. And I always, and like, I look back now because I go out, I kick now still three, four times a year and I'm still hitting from 52, 53. And I wonder like, if I actually put effort into this, what could I have done? Could I have actually been a good kicker? I kicked with Tim, your kicking coach one time. And I, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> We've talked about that, but I just remember my dad saying, you know, this is really expensive. I don't know if we can afford it in the long run. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And I never pushed back. I just never really, cause I was like, whatever it's, it's kicking. And I, I, I'm, I'm already the starter. That was my mentality. I'm already the starting kicker. Like no one's going to beat me out. Even though kids came in that were better than me, I still found a way to start. Wasn't that weird? Like, did you ever find that weird? Like, uh, I was the it's starter. It's because Coach Lane hated me. So. No, but it wasn't that. Like, it wasn't Coach Lane. Well, yeah, but I'm not. But Reese, I guess Reese kind of. The thing is, is like these guys would mess up. Reese doesn't count. Like, no, he's a I would he get, was a practice guy. We all know people that can perform in practice at game yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it all had to do with my sophomore year where I was just accurate. I missed like one kick out of every field goal and PAT and it was a PAT that was and I, I made everything else. Like I just made them. Like I went out there and I kicked. Now my senior year I, I wouldn't say I struggled a lot. I think I missed four field goals. Um That's why but, I hated you. But I didn't hate you. I hated you. You didn't hate field. me. You hated the fact that you weren't getting an opportunity. And also you had you weren't you didn't have a good you know, we weren't winning and I was a senior. You know, you had no shot. You were a sophomore, and they we, and, we will not bring up the head coach that we had either. Just no, we'll just leave that alone. Is he still alive? Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, no, we won't. But I mean, no matter bad. what, like so, yeah. so bad. Yeah, I mean, he, he was given a a shit storm though. You know, but I mean, he he didn't, he didn't know he what never he should have been put in that situation. No, he never he never should have taken a job. No. Uh-uh. So he was not a college coach at all, period. But, yeah, no, I mean, it just shows you the difference in how Max and I were. I mean, he wanted to kick, and I just really didn't care. And I cause I just, you know, I think when you get comfortable in where you are, you just kind of stop caring, especially when you're not the quarterback or a guy who wants to go out and really play. I mean, I knew what my role was, and I knew I could do it even if I didn't try that hard. So, I mean, which is why we were – I was shotgunning beers and eating pork chops during practices, you know? Yeah, but that's when we were both pissed off about something. I don't remember what it was, but. Yeah. So, and uh, excuse me if my, um, my my dad maybe didn't say it wasn't affordable. He just said, it's you know, uh, to do this a lot, it would be extreme. So, and at that point, I was working at Lowe's. My dad had just bought me a house. So, I mean, we weren't poor by any means, but. Um, you know, it was just, it was a big investment for me to continue to do that. And I knew at that point, I think I made the decision myself, like, I don't know if I want to do that, if it's going to cost a lot of money and I'm not going to go pro, you know, I don't want to put my parents yeah, through that. And I, I think, uh, I think a big difference for me too, with everybody is I was fortunate enough to where the greatest kicker in Ohio state history happened to be my unofficial godfather so i never actually paid him like everyone else had to so i was extremely fortunate for that what all right i'm calling tim after this (laughs) yeah so i got very lucky that way oh my god i'm calling tim after this timmy come on man 
Make the kid pay. No, I'm just kidding. But no, Tim works for a lot of good kickers. Um, a yes. lot of Ohio State guys. Look him up if you guys haven't yet. Tim Williams, Ohio State. It's it's dumb. His statistics. But oh, by the way, screw you, Max. Tim. So uh, we've talked about it a little bit. How I'm you talked of, about this last week. You? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, whatever, dude. I hate you. But all right. Anyways, speaking of being hated and you know whatever, but Julio leaving Atlanta. We found Max found the place he went. Yeah, a little boring. boring. So tell me why. So, as my one of my favorite sayings, in case you live under a rock, uh, Julio Jones, one of the top ten, top twenty receivers of all time. Would you argue with that? Oh, I would say top five. Uh, got traded to the Tennessee Titans from the Falcons, and. Uh, the Titans lost Corey Davis, so it was a good pickup. They needed a, another receiver. Now they essentially have two number ones. I wanted him to go to New England two weeks ago. No, my, my last no. podcast, I thought that would be the best place for him to go. So do you I, think they're going to win the so, so, so Super Bowl? I think they're going to make a run in the playoffs. I don't think so. There's no um, chance that happens. But, like, I don't know. I just thought anywhere else. Like, even if it wasn't New England, like, Tennessee's just, like – Hey, instead of not making the playoffs, do you want to go to the playoffs and lose in the first round every year? Yeah, sounds great. That's just what I think. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just don't think they're going to be there. They're going to be there or not going to be there? Well, I think Tennessee's going to be there. Like I do. Like AFC Championship be there? I think it's possible. I think their defense is stout. Well, their defense is going to be okay because Vrabel is a defensive guy. Yeah, I, I was going to say, because they gave up some big scores, i.e. They they bad. lost their offensive coordinator to Atlanta, which I think is why that trade went through, by the way. Arthur Smith went to Atlanta from Tennessee being their offensive coordinator. So, I think he See, did Vrabel a favor. Yeah, but I think – I think you add – no, I mean, are they adding a lot? Because Corey Davis was a deep threat. He could catch the ball and go out and do big things. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But – You're just what, replacing him with Julio. Like, that's yeah, all but, you're doing. But that's not a replacement. Julio is outstanding. My see, Here's my biggest issue with it is when you get receivers like this, like Odell Beckham going to Cleveland, you need to find that report. And mm-hmm. – I think Tannehill can do it. I think Tannehill yeah. can put the ball where he needs to put it. But Julio was so good because he had the same quarterback. Yeah. And I think you can see the same fallout with A.J. Green next year. Um, I, I think these guys who go places like this and, you know, I mean, it'd be different if – if see, I wanted Julio to go to the Packers and get A-Rod to kind of pick. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I think, I think we both would have liked that. Yeah, because I want, uh, I want, but they couldn't financially do it. But mm-hmm. I wanted, I mean, because you get a quarterback like that, or you get even like a Carson Wentz, or a guy who just can can really feel out his receivers quick. Tannehill was a, people forget Tannehill was a wide receiver in college for his first two, maybe three years. You know, two, he was not. A, yeah, yeah, he was not a quarterback. So I think it takes him longer to get used to people, and. It's gonna by the be way, hard. ridiculous play saved by the flower. Yeah. 
we still got a three point game here. Milwaukee's leading, but I I I really have a hard time thinking that that Tannehill can just immediately hop on and make Julio what he was. So I mean, I think he's going to be a great great asset to that team, and if he's fully healthy, it's going to be a game changer. But I mean, he doesn't have Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan knew him in and out, so. Yeah. That's going to be the biggest challenge for me. I don't think it was boring whatsoever. I think that the Tennessee Titans did what they needed to do. And I didn't want – honestly, I didn't want to see – I think he wanted to go to a, an absolute contender. And although you say New England is, they're still playing in a division where there's two teams in that division that could easily be ahead of them. Yeah, you're right. If they want it to be. So yeah, t- Tennessee Titans, has – they got Indian, Indianapolis India. and that's it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you're not telling me Jacksonville is going to hop up there. So and Houston, um, do they even have enough guys for a roster? Uh, I, I mean, who even knows anymore? But I heard a lot of things are changing in Deshaun Watson stuff. But you know. yeah, let's let's hold on that for a week. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I don't know. I I'm interested to see how it pans out. But I do think it was a good decision by him, and I think it was a, an up. It was definitely a big a big move up because you have an actual coaching staff there who knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee can can continue to be great for a few years, and he has an opportunity to you know at least win that division and make it a little bit farther. Yeah. So yeah, um, that, that's me, man. So let's uh, let's stroke through these uh, Mount Rushmore of all time, not current, unless you got a current, but I don't have a current on my Mount Rushmore receiver duos, and I'm feeling generous. No, so you're I, going first. You just got married. Okay, fine. So, I'm going to cheat. I'm gonna, I always take the easy ones, but I'm going to do it anyway. Randy Moss, Chris Carter, yeah, Minis- Minnesota Vikings. The most obvious one of all time. Uh, There's some more obvious ones. Yeah, but, but for our generation, that was we grew up watching them. Yes. And before you say your first one that I know you're going to say, yep. I say they had the best – jerseys to go with their uh, wide receiver deal. Uh, I, say can't, your, I, say can't disagree. I can't disagree with that, man. They were nasty. I mean, when that team went out there with Randall Cunningham, whoo, that was a team. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. All right, so you already know who I'm going. I'm going Duper and Clayton, the Mark brothers. You know, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but they did so many good things out there with Danny Boy. They were so much fun to watch. Um, I, By the I, way, I'm talking about these uniforms. Your first guy, Mark, Mark and Mark, the Mark brothers, as they were called. Oh yeah, no, they're good. I still, I mean, the just the purple and gold in general for the you know, Randy Moss. That's why I, 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 I just when I hear Randy Moss, I picture purple and gold. Yeah, I think the Vikings. That thing we did what three weeks ago. Who do you think of Vikings? I would say Randy Moss. Yeah, no doubt. Me too. 100 percent of the time. Yeah. Um, it's funny because Chris Carter, I actually see him as a dolphin. God, he was, he was so pissed off when he was there, though. Like, he yeah, was just a miserable person. Yeah, I know, I know. But, no, the Mark brothers were amazing. I I mean, ooh, no, you were right, though. The dolphin jerseys back then were just Then? Crazy. Yes. So, oh, so nice. God. They were so sweet. I mean, yeah. it was – those jerseys just, just screamed Florida. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were sick. And I loved – I didn't get to watch them because – I mean, I watched them 
a little bit, but I didn't get to watch them as much because I was, you know, that was a little bit before I really started watching football. Mm-hmm. But I've still to this day looked them up on YouTube and watched them play. I mean, Dan Marino just put the ball on the money every time. Can you ma- imagine him playing now? I'm pretty oh sure we've God. said that before, but I mean, it'd be dumb. He would drive. He would. It would be stupid. Put yeah. him on any team. Put him on the Steelers. They're winning yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Put him anywhere, dude. Put him on the Chiefs. Good night. Oh, <laughs> good night. Yeah. The most. I mean, he's insane. Yeah. No, that's that. I mean, the the Clayton Duper matchup. Oh, it was dumb. I loved it. Uh, was, my what, next what one. Mm-hmm. Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, greatest show. On oh it. my gosh, Tory Holt was one of my favorite receivers of all time. All time. Uh, one of them. I'm drawing a blank. One of them isn't in the Hall of Fame yet, and it's just ridiculous. I think it's Isaac Bruce. Is it? stupid. I, say, I thought it was going to be Tory Holt. Um, I don't remember either. But, all right, well, you went – okay, you went there. I'm going to go one of the ones that I I watched so much of growing up because I loved watching their quarterback was Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. Just, just Reggie – watching Reggie – or, I'm sorry, Marvin Harrison run routes, you could watch him in motion – all day. He was insane. So I really, really they, – they have to be in mind. I love them. They're insane. And watching them with another – guess what? Guess, guess – have you guys noticed a trend yet? Another amazing quarterback. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. <sighs> um, so Tory Holt is the one who keeps getting snubbed to go into the Hall of Fame. Oh, it was Torrey. Isaac okay. Bruce is in. Okay. Uh, Tory Holt is not, which is – I think is ridiculous. Uh-huh. So, um, who'd you just go with? Who was that? Mine? Yeah. Um, mine was uh, Harrison Ridgway. Okay. That was a good one. Um, Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to do it because of the team they played for. But to me, God the, darn it. the best, the best, like, statistic, whatever, especially oh. the time they played, John Stallworth and Lynn Swan. Gosh, Lynn Swan was amazing. And yes, Lynn Swan, the one that was on the water boy, that Lynn Swan. I forgot. I forgot. But dog's going to win the bubble bowl. Well, I'll give it to you. I mean, you have to. Um, I'm going to go, and this is really, you know, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to give a third guy in this. Jerry Rice and Terrell Owens. Yeah. But people they forget didn't play about together. J- people, but people forget about JJ Stokes. Yeah, white guy, right? No. JJ Stokes was black. He was insane, dude. He uh, was the best that, that, that trio was dumb. And eventually it was T.O. and JJ Stokes because Jerry kind of left the picture after that. Yeah, because he but, was older, older than him. Yeah. Oak, Oakland and Seattle. Yeah. No, but like veteran slash still Jerry Rice and T.O. was dumb. And yeah. then you bring in J.J. Stokes into that mix. Dude, I'm telling you, look him up. He was – oh, my gosh. He was fun to watch. I remember always watching J.J. Stokes. Um, uh, honorable mention for me, real quick, I know you have one too, was Donald Driver and Greg James. Damn it. Oh, was that your fourth? Yeah. That's all right. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I should have yes, done that. Yes, you did. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my last one fun. Also, I want you to do something for me. Uh, I want everyone to go look at Mark Andre Fleury's uh, goaltender mask tonight. It's ridiculously awesome. Um, so my last one's Shoot. just for fun. 
for fun for me, Chad Ochocinco Johnson and TJ Hoosh Manzana. How's Mazzoli? Who's your mama? Who's your mama? I don't I don't hate that. I don't actually because they were insane. The if fact that I don't even think they made when I was looking on Liz, I don't think they made like the top twenty. Top twenty five. No they had to. Oh, here they are, twenty two, yeah. Chad, oh my gosh, look at this. Listen to this. Chad Johnson, TJ Hushmanzada, the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's what the team says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on the same website. New arena. Yes. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. That's oh nice, man. Nice website. Uh, I'm looking at this site though. There are so many good ones. There really are. Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson does not deserve to be twenty five though. Sorry. Absolutely not. You know who I kind no. of like on this list since we're both done now? Roddy White and Julio Jones. That's kind of a yeah. sneaky go sneaky good one. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Just I mean Julio Jones um, it holds his own no matter what. But right. I mean I think there's some misses here. Oh my god, I cannot believe I forgot this one. Probably one of my favorite receivers of all time. Number 17 on this led Rod Smith and Ed McCaffrey for John Rod Elway in Denver. Rod Smith, freak. Dude, Rod, Rod Smith's a freak, freak. But Ed McCaffrey was insane. Father, father to Christian for Christian those young, McCaffrey, youngins obviously. out there listening. Yeah. Go! Yeah, you boys. Ha. Yeah. No, but I'm not kidding you, man. If you, if you guys can watch Ed McCaffrey – he was so damn good, and I just loved watching him play. I really did. I mean, there's some good people on this list. You can obviously El Fitz and and Anquan Bolden can easily fit into this. There's a, there's a lot of before our time. Another one people forget about is uh, Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardo. Keenan McCardo was a dog. He was a dog. Uh, yeah, Jaguars. Um, also, one I think we have to mention Jerry Rice and John Taylor. Not not many yeah. people. John Taylor's not a household name, but. Statistics wise, up there. Yeah, but you have to. That was essentially that was number one on this list. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, you have to think of them because of the Super Bowls they brought in. Mm-hmm. So, um, dude, I Wait. still can't believe. Listen to this against your own one and only Cincinnati Bengals, Jerry Rice, two hundred and fifteen yards, eleven catches, and a touchdown. I think I don't. And then, I think I've never heard that stat line in my life. Before. And the, hey, did you know that Taylor caught a game-winning touchdown? Shut up. 34 seconds left. <laughs> I've never seen that highlight ever. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's like the Super Bowl highlight, which, by the way, that shouldn't yeah. be. You know what should be the Super Bowl highlight? And Julian Edelman's catch against the Falcons. No. San Antonio Holmes catching the sideline. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm talking touchdowns. I'm Super, talking... Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. And no, Edelman's catch was not better. Edelman's catch was good. Still not better than the helmet. Mm. No, it wasn't. Well, was he caught the ball on the helmet. That was insane. No, I, I still think the best touchdown catch I've ever seen in my personal life of watching Super Bowls was San Antonio Holmes because that was the most disgusting catch and the only, really the only spot he could catch that ball. It was a great pass by Ben, too. But I'm sure Ben probably thought he threw it out of bounds. That was yeah. the most outrageous catch. You know I mean, what, Pat, you know what oh. catch I compare that one to? Um Manningham's on the sideline. I yes. know when it touched. I know no, when it touched down. People but, forget about that catch because it was in the same game. It was the yeah. same um, uh, At, series that Eric Tyree made his catch. David Tyree. But yeah, yeah, that, that catch was that catch was dumb. That catch was out of bounds. Like, yeah, that was that was good. That was yeah. and that that wasn't that a fourth down. I think so. 
Yeah, I think it was because I think that catch may, meant more because save the drive. The, the yeah. David Tyree catch was like third. I mean, it was third and like thirty, but he still caught that. But no, that Merritt Manningham, I remember too because it was a sideline. It was only like a ten to fifteen yarder. Yeah, but it was unreal how yeah. he caught that ball. Stupid God, Manningham was so good for Michigan. Mm-hmm. All right, well that's that's all we got tonight. It only took us eighty minutes to get through that. Sorry, you hey, know what? I'll take four responsibility because I think I take twelve to fifteen minutes on LeBron. God, I felt like I was listening to ESPN for a minute, so we apologize for that. Yeah, I just finished my third bourbon of the podcast. That's why you talked about LeBron. That's a lot of bourbon. I'm looking at my glass. I get my support on them before I go to bed. But uh, before you send us out, don't forget like, subscribe, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, shout out to Aaron's TikTok. And do you still do TikTok? Yeah, I'm on there. I'm actually posting posted a couple of videos this week. But hey, listen, uh, we we haven't done a good job of posting on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. But we're working on it. Working yeah, on it. I mean, we got shit going on, but we're we're having so I got, fun with I got I got something in the works to get us a little bit bigger social media outreach. I got something in the works. Something back. Well, I just want to say thank you for all the listeners out there. We've had a really, really, really fun response lately. Um, Please, if you listen to this, find our Facebook group because we are going to start posting questions and really ask or more letting you ask questions on our podcast. Because we're, as you guys know, we're trying to get a little bit more away from sports and try to focus on other stuff. And anything you guys want to hear about, we can talk about. As you all know, I don't stop talking. So, I mean, anything you guys want to hear about, let us know. I mean, let the let the producer know, Max over here. So. He'll find some good statistics to talk about it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> F you, Mike Pazan. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. Well, hey, thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week. Let's go, Knights. Yeah. Bye.